that is a song LSU is listening to on the way back from New Orleans to Baton Rouge, Louisiana after their 42-25 defeat over the Clemson Tigers in the national championship game, college football. The LSU Tigers and the Clemson Tigers went head-to-head. This was a great game. Towards the end, it got a little lopsided with LSU winning 42-25, as I said. Joe Burrow threw for 463 yards with a 63.3% passing rate, or completion percentage, rather. And uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, for the majority, had the 165 rushing yards, which came to a total of 628 yards, and that is impressive in a football game, especially in in a title game. For sure, and no doubt in my mind, LSU would win this game. I believe Clemson is overrated. Um, I do believe Trevor Lawrence is a good quarterback, but Joe Burrow is just better. He is going first overall. He will be playing in Cincinnati next year, and I'm excited to see this what this kid can bring to the NFL. Anyways, congrats to LSU, the Tigers. Um, no doubt in my mind from the beginning of the season that they would win. Uh, it was just a matter of time before they did, and they did. So uh, I'm happy to see that, and I'm happy to see Clemson go down. Very overrated in my mind. And uh, anyways, I'm joined alongside here today with Anthony, NHL discussion, and uh, Dylan will not be attending this one again. He is uh, still recovering from his uh, all sorts of festivities. Yeah, over the break he had he took part in a lot of different activities. I saw him. I saw him for a few days, and uh, he's getting better. Yeah, but he's he's doing a lot better. But still, he's, still not ready to come back on the. No, on he's the show. still day to day. Yeah, he'll be day to day, and uh, we'll get back to you next week with an injury update. See if he's a game time decision. But yeah, he'll definitely be a game time decision. Anyways, hopping right into things here. Yeah, let's get into some NHL talk news of the day. Let's Pretty hear shocking, it. to be honest. Vegas Golden Knights fired head coach Gerard Gallant. Very nice guy. Mm-hmm. In their first year, goes to the Stanley Cup Finals. Second year, I think they should have won the Cup, but well, they end up... Which year did he win the Jack Jack Armstrong, or Jack Adams Award? Jack Adams, that was his first year. Yeah, pardon me, Jack Two Adams. years ago, right? This is their third year. There's a, ra- there's a Raptors announce, uh, commentator named Jack Armstrong, who is uh, not the best in my eyes. So yeah, that's I why I got I Jack Adams is. and jo- Jack I Armstrong there, I confused. bet there is. But Gerard Gallant goes to the Stanley Cup Finals his first year. I think the Golden Knights should have won the Cup last year if it wasn't for um, the Sharks getting four power play goals and one on one <laughs> penalty to uh, come back for, from uh, down 4-1. So I think the Golden Knights could have won the last two Stanley Cups, and they could have won this year as well, really. Um, you look at that team, it's as good as any in the NHL, and they're just three points back in their division. I feel like this was a ridiculous move considering how bad Pete DeBoer and the New Jersey Devils were this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Vegas is, I sitting believe, one spot out of the wild card right now. I think one... No, they're three points behind the division lead. Oh, are they? So they're right up there. Oh. They're right up there. And then they fire their coach. Like, what could possibly be he's the a, meaning for he's this? He's a good coach as well. I don't know what this means. It could be... Uh, I don't know, management might not have been in this position before. Like, every other year, they've been right at the top, you know, hovering around the top spot. And Well, they still are. They're three well, points back. Well, you want could, a two-game heater, and you're leading the division. I know, but that could not be enough for them. I don't know. There also could be some behind-the-scenes thi- behind scenes. Well, it would have had to be. But we don't want to speculate here on what goes on behind the scenes. But 
there there obviously could be something. It's not all about um, the performance of the team, but we don't know what happened behind closed well, doors. Well, it was for performance reasons, is what they said, is what our well, hashtag what good friend Gary Lawless reported out of Vegas. I mean, good move from him, first of all, from ditching his job in Winnipeg to go hang out in Vegas. Good well, move by Gary. And, um, and so he move. reported it was performance reasons that Glant was fired. And, well, this is a good team. And the only Very reason the only reason they're a little far back in the standings this year is because their shooting percentage is way down. It's one of the least in the league. And when you look at the skilled players they have on this team, that's going to rise. It, it is. And I think come playoff time, under Gallant, he's a chill coach, chill under pressure. We see guys like Mike Babcock who make mistakes under pressure in playoff time. Gallant's not one of those guys. He's, for the most part, pretty chill. We've seen him snap a couple times but I like Gallant, Gallant as a coach and I, I just can't understand why Vegas would let go of him yeah it doesn't make any sense to me either and I um, if I could personally ask the manager I would but you can't be doing that here so it's very and um, Shiro also fired from New Jersey and New Jersey yeah Ray Shiro general manager of the New Jersey Devils I don't get this whatsoever I don't get these GM firings where well, I don't know. It was weird because they traded away their best player, and then they fired the coach, and now they fired the GM. Okay, so so even move back a couple of years, and they decide they're going to be rebuilders. And at that point, you have to decide, okay, is Ray Shiro the guy who's going to rebuild this team? Mm-hmm. And I guess they decided yes. And so now they go ahead, they draft their two cornerstone pieces, and Heisher and, Hall, uh, Heisher and Hughes... They trade for uh, Hall. They trade for Subban. Then they decide they're going to trade off Hall. Um, so I don't understand. Like This is just completely putting them off track by firing their GM and completely resetting the rebuild, which was, I know the Devils are awful this year. I but didn't, it's, it, yeah, I didn't think they would be a rebuilding team this year. Like They have Nico Heischer, Jack Hughes. Uh, they did have Taylor well, Hall. Jack and Hughes has done nothing. I, exactly. He should not be in the. He should be in the AHL. That's what I'm saying. Like PK Subban can't even play hockey anymore. He was. He was and he's, he's looking better. He's looking a lot better. He had. He had a very rough quarter half of the season. Well, he's, he's, he's look, still nowhere near what he should be. He's starting to look a lot more like a top pairing defenseman. I watched him against the Leafs last night. He was pretty good. But yeah, but you're, that, you're right. That doesn't matter when your season's already over, and now it's more than halfway through the season oh now i'm gonna decide to play like that's not how the nhl works you got to play consistent all the way throughout the year and coleman's honestly been playing well for them coleman's terrific he was a no-name guy Mm -hmm. last year and now he's really made a name for himself in the top six forward for sure yeah he's been good he got a hat trick last night against the leafs in Mm -hmm. a seven to four loss matthews we'll get into him later got a hat trick second career but um yeah, I don't know. It was, it was a weird move for sure from New Jersey. I mean, weird season overall. Like, Corey Schneider couldn't stop a puck. And we thought, like, I at preseason, I looked at the roster. I was like, this team could make the playoffs and maybe win a round or two. And now, at this point, their best bet is to tank and get another first-round pick. But it doesn't make sense to fire a GM now because we were, I think we weren't all that far off base when he picked them to be a competitive team this season. But things went wrong. Taylor Hall was injured and didn't play well. Subban played awful. They didn't. They couldn't get a save. Yeah. 
Jack Hughes has been perhaps their worst player. Yep. Um, Nikita Gusev didn't break out. He's starting to. He's back he's doing around. All right. mm-hmm. He's doing a lot better now, but he had a really rough start. And so if those things go the other way, I mean that's not a GM's fault. He mm-hmm. put the team together and they didn't perform. So, anyways, I've always thought that Ray Shiro has been a very good general manager. You know, getting yeah. getting Taylor Hall for Adam Larson. Very surprising mm-hmm. move for sure. Trades like that have uh, have done the New Jersey Devils very well. And just because some of his players have gotten injured and haven't performed, I, I don't get how that cost him his job. Yeah. So Nick Backstrom we from touched, the Washington Capitals. Yeah, we, we touched on this subject uh, at the beginning of the year, kind of, or at the beginning of this podcast about his contract and what the future might hold for him. And now we have the answer. He signed a five-year deal, obviously with the Capitals, for $46 million. Now, with an annual value of uh, $9.2 million, and he's 32 years old. So... Mm-hmm. Is this shocking, not shocking? What do you think? So he's going to be 38 when the contract expires because it doesn't kick in until next year. That's right. So you can say six more years, basically, of Backstrom. I have no problem with this deal, actually. Um, I think the annual value is pretty fair. I could, um, yeah. Because you look at some other guys, say Kevin Hayes, who signed this offseason for $7 oh, million, That was a ridiculous. And you just give Backstrom $2 more million. And he's a surefire number one center. He's been one of the best players in the league for the last decade. And I think as much as he's getting older, I think you can commit to him for five years because I don't think that drop-off is going to be that much. I think an eight-year deal, then you're starting to get into big troubles. Yeah, that's really pushing it. I think they did really good at signing a five-year deal for Backstrom. I think, yeah, I think $46 may be a bit much, but I think they could have got him for... Anywhere in between 40 and 45, I think, is where I would call it. But this is a great, you know, addition, or not really addition, but re-signing for the Capitals. He's always been a great player, consistent, and he fits well uh, in the top pair or in the top line, as Anthony said. Yeah, and they already have Kuznetsov locked up for, I believe, around $6 million a season. And so then to get Backstrom locked up as well, you got your top two centers locked up. Mm-hmm. Um the focus now shifts in Washington to Braden Holpe, yep. who has not played well this season. He didn't play well last season, and it's looking more and more like the Capitals may move on from him at the end of the year. And I think that's the correct thing for them to do because goaltending is so sporadic in the NHL. You don't know what you're going to get year to year. And in my opinion, I think Braden Holpe's uh, best is um, behind us. What are you thinking? Yeah, he was great in the uh, playoffs against Vegas when they won the Cup, and ever since then I just haven't really seen the same guy in the pipes. He's been really inconsistent. He looks, I don't know, it. I know there's new rules about equipment and all that with goalies, but he looks smaller in the net, like no. he plays smaller. Mm-hmm. He's not really that fiery goalie that we used to see. He's kind of more laid back, just kind of... Yeah, he used to be slow. like the most entertaining goalie to watch. Oh and yeah, he was all over the place. Mm-hmm. Him and Bobrovsky are and all quick. over the place in the net. Yep, quick, still up there, mm-hmm. but he's been terrible. Bob's been terrible. He's injured now, but Holpe, I don't know what happened to him. I always thought throughout his career he'd be a solid goalie. He, his preparation before the game and at practice. Top-notch. Top-notch, elite. You can tell that he's dialed in every night. But now this year, I don't know what's been going on with him, but he's not looked himself. you got to let him go, I think. 
at the end of the year. Um, yeah, he's got to move on. You from... got Sam Sonov, who's a top prospect. He's played decently this year. I think he can take over full time. And if the Capitals want to extend this cup window that they're in, they're going to have to let go of Holt because otherwise they're going to be in a huge cap crunch. Mm-hmm. Ovechkin's up, I believe, at the end of next year. Yep. And so that means that he, they're going to have to sign him to at least ten million a season, maybe twelve, maybe even surpasses McDavid. I'm sure it's not going to be long term. No. We're probably looking three, four years for Ovechkin. Yeah, and it's not like we're saying Washington's doing terrible right now. They're in first place in the Metro, 67 points, 31 wins, 11 losses, and that's great. Like Those mm-hmm. are great numbers. That is a playoff team who can go to you know the Eastern Final, maybe even Stanley Cup. We'll see. But yeah, they are ages ahead of anyone else, and like... It's not really the goaltending that's lost some games. It's overall, but the goaltending is definitely a factor of why they have lost 11 games. Well, 11 games. They've been spectacular, but I'm going to give huge props to the general manager for even though they're playing well now, it doesn't mean you have to lock up Holtby and Backstrom for long eight-year-term deal, eight term deals. And you look at mistakes they made with, Brady, or with TJ Oshie, signing him to an eight-year deal. He still has, I think, seven more seasons at around $7 million a year. And so I think when they were looking at that, they definitely know that's a mistake. And uh, they wanted to make sure that Backstrom's term was limited so that even if he is a bit overpaid near the end of that, yep. it's going to end soon enough. Yep. And also in the Metro, my Columbus Blue Jackets. Boom! The Blue Jackets. Wow. Mm-hmm. I am impressed. They just beat Boston last night 3 nothing. Absolutely spectacular hockey. Like, well, I wouldn't say that. Spectacular goaltending from Elvis Merzlikens, who is now two shutouts in a row in his young career. That is spectacular. He it took him a while to get going. I believe he was 0-4 and three to start the season. When Corpusalo went down, he stepped in, and now he's doing great for them. He's got them into the playoff picture. They're tied with Philly for the second wild card spot at 54 points and. They're right back in this thing. They're ahead of Florida now, and Florida's an elite team. And, uh, like, they have lost a lot of star players, but Cam Atkinson has now been activated off the injured reserve, and he'll be back playing. So that's just going to add more firepower to the front front end. And, um, yeah, Cor- Corpus Allo is out, I believe, for another two or three weeks. But Merzlikens, I am now confident that when Corp needs a break, he will go in and steal games for them. And I believe John Tortorella is feeling the same way. Well, he certainly has the pedigree, but I'm not sure you're 100% sold on him yet after no, two de- straight shutouts. No, definitely but not. How he's played in Europe the last few seasons, he's probably been the best goaltender outside of the NHL. But we knew it was going to take some time for him to adjust. And it did, it did. Mm-hmm. He lost a lot of games, and now when Corp went down, he stepped up to the plate. Yeah, he has, and uh, yeah. So hopefully the Blue he, Jackets continue to get good goaltending he, out of Elvis. Yeah, he's... Um, you know, they, he's basically got them right back in this thing. They're one game, or sorry, yeah, they have 47 games. Philly has 46, so and they're tied. So Philly plays tonight, so hopefully the Blues can beat them. But, yeah, I'm, I'm very impressed with them. And um, I don't know if you saw, but the hit Benstrom made on Tuka Rask last night. Did oh, you yeah. see it? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's suspendable? Well, it seemed like he, he was He just... got a concussion, Tuka Rask. Tuka Rask gets a concussion every time someone goes near the top Raises half of his, his body yeah so it seemed like he was going past and i'm not sure it seemed a little coincidental in my opinion 
I was watching the game, and I disagree. I thought that was very intentional by Benstrom. I mean, he kind of played the old, oh, well, the defense hit me into the goalie move, but he, you can tell on the on the tape that he extended the arm into his head, and that was um, a pretty pretty vicious blow to the head of mm-hmm. uh, Tuka Rask, mm-hmm. and Halak had to come in, let up three, but Halak played all right. But anyways, I, I do believe it's suspendable, and um, we'll see in a few few days what will happen with Benstrom. But mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bemstrom. I don't know. It could be suspendable. Um, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, yeah. And uh, now, the Maple Leafs. Your Maple Leafs. What's going mm-hmm. on? Uh, Riley out. What's happening there? Well, what do they need? It's been quite the last week or so. First, you you start off with an eight four loss to the Florida Panthers, which could have been twenty to nothing. Yeah. Really. So a little backstory on that. The team actually flew in early mm-hmm. to go partying and stuff and do mm-hmm. God knows what. Maybe the O Dog knows, but we don't know. And uh do you think that played a factor? Like I believe that like when you're in a Canadian city and it's cold out and you go to Florida, you're in vacation mode for sure. Oh yeah. And they... like they they did not seem to care at all what the hell the outcome of that game was. So what do you yeah. think? Yeah, the training st- the training staff and the coaching staff best be known that they weren't coming out with a very good performance in that <laughs> no. one. But, you know, maybe at the end of the day, uh, some good team bonding. Yeah. And it ended up that they responded with a 7-4, 7-4 win against the New Jersey Devils. Which is no real accomplishment there. No. Well, the, they yeah. were up 6-1, I believe, and then New Jersey kind of came back into the game. Coleman got a hat trick. Which yeah. is not very surprising because the Leafs allow Goals. a lot of teams back into games when yeah. they shouldn't be. And now they're out with their top two defenders are out, Morgan Riley and Jake Muzzin. Morgan Riley with a broken foot, six to eight weeks at least. Yep. Jake Muzzin, at least until the All-Star break. And now they have what I'd say is the most ridiculous pairing in the, in the NHL. Let's hear it. <laughs> Martin Marincin. Martin Marincin signed a deal recently. Yeah. And... Minimum for another season. And Cody Cece. Cody Damn CC. Now this guy is terrible. Admirinchin, who's even arguably worse, and now they're appearing in the National Hockey League. I expect them to see these guys in Timbits, not the National Hockey League. What yeah. are your thoughts on this deal? Yeah, pair? well, I see I see Jeff's nephew pulling up against in beer league a couple weeks ago, and he was making breakup passes better than Marinchin and CC can. Yeah. I mean these two are two of the worst puck movers in the league. The, oh, they're the worst. No, they are the worst. And I said that they're the two worst puck movers in the league. They can't move the puck. They can't defend. They can't well, skate. Marincin, at least he has a long stick. So He's he a lanky kinda, sometimes guy. Sometimes he can poke his stick yeah. into the play, jam things up, make some uh, make some breakups. But CeCe is terrible. Terrible. Marincin, terrible. And the Leafs are having to put these guys out for at least 15 minutes a night. And oh, my God. It's going to cost them. Um, it will cost them. Mm-hmm. I am willing to put money that that pairing will let up a ton of goals for sure. And right now their top defender is Justin Hull. Well, uh, it should be Tyson Berry. Well, it's but not Tyson What's Barry. going on it's with Tyson Berry? It's not Barry. Tyson Berry. What's happening with him? He's Tyson Berry. We should have known this at the start of the season. He's not performing. He plays well in the power play. He skates well, but he's terrible defensively, and he gives up a bunch of breakaways and two-on-ones. Yep. 
yeah, like watching him, he's not that fast, and he's no, he, like he doesn't really have a hockey IQ in my mind. He's more of an offensive guy. He can mm-hmm. shoot the puck, but other than that, there's not much going for him this year. Last year with Colorado, he was great. Oh, he was still the same Tyson Berry. He was on their third pair on their top power play. Of course, he's gonna look good. Now he's trying to play on the top pairing. That's not working. No. Now Justin Hall, who plays it simple. Like, what if Tyson Berry just played a little more like Justin Hall? Played it simple, yep, rushed simple. the puck when you can. Mm-hmm, nothing fancy. Mm-hmm. Justin Hall's getting the job done. Rasmus Sandin, his first game back with the Leafs after playing in the World Juniors. What did you think of his performance? He was outstanding, moved the puck well, stood some guys up physically, even though he's, I think, 5 foot big. 10. Yep. Um, he put up two assists, both from point shots that he threw towards the net and then Hyman Tavares got uh, deflections on them so Sandine was outstanding Justin Hull shut things down Travis Dermott um, very underrated I think he's going to be a key part of if the Leafs want to make a playoff run this year and Tyson Berry well he's been Tyson Berry the entire season and the bottom pairing we don't even want to think about them anymore no we Um, don't and so while we're while we're on that topic let's quickly touch on frederick anderson yep um his numbers have dropped off a bit so in the last while so in your opinion is anderson someone you can trust to take you on a playoff run i believe he's a top 10 goalie in the league maybe even top five and in the past leafs have not won a playoff series with him in the net but that being said he's been had to this year he's been had to play a lot of a lot more games he's been had to uh been called on a lot more and like at the beginning of the season he was good and now like he was great maybe arguably but uh now he's started to drop off a bit and we'll see where it goes but i think that if they have the right matchup in the playoffs like if they play a wild card team if they finish high well you know where finish first, you know where they're gonna finish they're gonna finish second and they're gonna be playing the well, boston they can, boston has actually not been playing well they just lost three nothing to the Blue i know Jackets. i'm saying tampa bay they, is winning the division well, i'm telling yeah, you right now tampa is winning the division tampa is on a heater they are on a heater they're playing great they're in winnipeg this friday gonna go that gonna go to that game mm-hmm. but the least i'm i'm not saying that they can't win the division they they you never know. Well, you never know. You never know. They're not going to. And they're going to end up playing Boston or Tampa, and they're not going to win that series. Exactly. They're not. Well, we'll see what happens. I personally don't think they'll win, but Freddie Anderson will give a good debate on that. But he's really struggled in each of the four times he's played in the playoffs in his career, even dating back to Anaheim. Game seven for the Ducks. Um, he choked, letting in four five-hole goals in a row. And... You look at the last couple of years against Washington, he was all right. But the last two years against Boston, it looked like he just wasn't in the game whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And for Freddie Anderson, they're going to need him to be world-class if they want to have any chance against the Bruins or Lightning in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. We'll see what happens in the playoffs, but that's still a ways away. And we don't know what's going to shake up to be the uh, format of this year's playoffs, but I'm excited to see what it is. And you never know. They could play a uh, bad team, could play a- most likely, most likely, we'll play a good team, but uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, the Leafs at least pretty much have a playoff spot in the books at this point. A team that is starting to fade quite a bit, and we're not quite sure if they are going to have mm-hmm. a playoff spot whatsoever. Is the Winnipeg Jets? Well, um, before we touch on the Jets, I just like to uh, we'll go over the standings here and just say the names of the teams that are eliminated from the playoffs. 
So in the East, no one's eliminated. Well, let's be honest here. Is Detroit going to make the playoffs? No, but we know this. Okay, Detroit's out. Ottawa's out. New Jersey's out. Montreal's out. The Rangers are out. The Rangers are six points back. They're they're out. They're like, let's be honest. Here. Well, the Blue Jackets were six points out a couple weeks ago. Exactly, but the Rangers don't have anything. They have nothing. They have Panarin. That's yeah, it. Yeah, they don't have anything. They're out. <laughs> yeah, they're out. In the West, Anaheim's out. LA's out. California's out. San Jose's done. Oh, is San Jose done? San Jose's done. Six, how eight or six? Minnesota's done as well. Yeah, Minnesota's done. And Chicago, a couple more losses in a row. They're done. So, yeah. so like, there's only a couple teams left. Like, in the Atlantic, it's basically just Florida and Toronto battling for the playoff spot, not a wild card spot. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. And uh, the Metro could easily take up both wild card spots, so we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, anyways, touching on the Jets now. Um, I know they beat Vancouver last night 4 nothing, but that was nowhere near a perfect game. I mean... Wheeler got a lucky goal, just kind of passing it towards Markstrom. He let that one in, but the story was Hellbuck, who got a shutout, 18th franchise, leading the franchise with 18 shutouts now, and um, they, they've been struggling on home ice. Like They lost six in a row, could have been seven last night um, at home, but they beat Vancouver. They found a way. It was an interesting way to start the game. They got a goal disallowed, then off the face, or not disallowed, the net came off, and then off the face-off, uh, Kyle Connor scored from a nice pass from Sammy Niku. But, um, yeah, it was a weird start to the game, but they got the job done. But, anyways, before that, what do you think the Jets' problem is at home? There's nothing in particular. I think it's just that this team is not great. Um, they have the firepower up front. Um, we all know that, but they can't defend. Hellebuck's been a little more spotty the last couple of weeks than he has been the rest of the season. And to be honest, I don't think it's anything in particular that's making them lose games well, on home ice compared to on the road, unless unless you think there's something. Well, Hellebuck's been, he, like, the past couple of games have been playing good. You only lost one nothing to Nashville, which is a hard thing to do, only letting in one goal. And then he got a shutout against Vancouver, who's also mm-hmm. on a bit of a heater. But I don't know if it's anything specific about the home rink in Winnipeg. Maybe... I don't know, it's just the schedule, the teams that they're playing, could be anything well, really. Well, and in past years, even since they've come back from Atlanta, it seemed like they've been a team that's dominated on home ice more than they have on the road. Yep, they, they love playing in their home mm-hmm. rink and it, so, to make it hard to play in. I think it's just a blip in the road more yeah. than anything else. I yeah, don't that, think this is going to continue. Yeah, nothing to really panic about in Winnipeg, but... Uh, without Hellebuck, like if he threw, threw in the white towel at the beginning of the year, I think they're a bottom... Seven bottom five team in the league. Yeah, like this team, clear. they can't defend. They no, they can't be scoring as much as they are. Yeah, I I think there's gonna come a point, um, in the near future or late season where they hit a a massive roadblock and just fall, fall off. off a cliff. Well, you fall you have to cliff. think so because Hellebuck hasn't been bad for ten or so games yet this year. No, he's um, been in great. A I think and he's been great. Even the best goalies in the world, it seems like they fall off a cliff for at least 10 games or something like that and if the Jets lose 7 of those 10 mm-hmm. I think they're pretty much done in terms of their playoff I hopes. Think, yeah like the vibe around Winnipeg is Hellebuck hasn't been great all year while well, the guys face the most shots in league by miles like no he's been 
top five. Oh, yeah, he's been great. Sure. I think mm-hmm. he's been great. And everyone says, oh, he's inconsistent and all this. Well, the guy gets, like, 45 shots a game on him. Like, yeah, he, he's not going to win every game. He Hullabuck, no. Like, he's been great. Like, he's really been a great goalie. Like, he, mm-hmm. He's up for the Vesna. Like, I think he should win, mm-hmm. to be quite honest with you. But, anyways, we had a – forgot to mention earlier, we had a great question come in from, I believe it was Jerry. Mm-hmm. And uh, the question was uh, – let me just pull it up here – it was regarding the NFL and the NHL. Great question from Jerry. Uh, so his question was, who wins the NFL conferences this weekend? And what's the deal with the Vegas coaching? So we already touched on that. Mm-hmm. And we'll touch on the uh, NFL topic right now. So the Titans, massive upset in Baltimore. I can't believe that they pulled that off. But Tennessee has honestly been rolling lately. And uh, Baltimore got a bye week and they rested their top guys in the last game of the season. So they said there was no rust. I definitely saw rust on Lamar Jackson. And the Titans uh, moved on to uh, KC this weekend. And now um, that's going to be a great game. I honestly don't know who's going to win because Derrick Henry has been an absolute monster for Tennessee. He's been just running over guys. He's a massive dude. and Massive. Massive. And KC has... Uh, Oh, man, I don't know what to put put the finger on, but their defense is not that great against the run, so if they can get Henry going again like they did against Baltimore, uh, Tennessee can stay in this game. They have a great shot, and uh, KC has a great offense. Patrick Mahomes and Tyree Kill um, really connect, and I think that's going to be a great game. I think Kansas City may edge edge them out in this game because yep. it's home field advantage. They put up big numbers, and Tennessee doesn't have a great defense. So I think I, I think it's going to be a close game, but I don't think that – like if Tennessee wins, I won't be surprised. What do you think on this game this yeah, weekend? Yeah, in big games like this, big-time quarterbacks can completely take over, and it's not like the NHL where it's a whole series where – It's one game. You know, it's, it's hard for someone to carry your team to a seven-game series win. Yeah. But in the NFL, if you get – and they have a great quarterback in Patrick Mahomes, and I believe they can ride him to a victory quite easily, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. I think that – so we both agree that Kansas City is going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And uh, on the other side of things, it's Green Bay and uh, San Francisco, the teams that we expected to be at this point. Green Bay is going into San Francisco, and San Fran absolutely dominated Minnesota in their win. Um wasn't really much of a contest. Jimmy Gorgeous for San Fran was great, and the defense was great. And San Francisco, I think the best part about them is that they have a great defensive team. They held Minnesota to 10 points, but then also their offense doesn't put up huge numbers. They put up a reasonable amount, but they get the job done offensively and defensively. Special teams also is great. They're an all-around um great team to be quite Mm -hmm. honest they're a perfect team i don't see them losing to green bay green bay is a good team aaron Rodgers and uh aaron jones aaron if they get aaron jones going he can really take over a game as well but i just don't see that happening against san francisco they held dalvin cook to basically no yards in their win and uh they're a hard team to run against for sure so i think it's gonna rely on aaron Rodgers to get the job done in the air but I don't see that happening. Aaron Rodgers is an older guy, and the defense for San Fran is just too good. And the offense for San Fran 
is just too good for the Green Bay defense. So I think it's going to be San Fran and KC in the finals. And uh, next week we'll we'll touch on who we think is going to win that one. Yeah, I think I'm going to go against you here just just to spice things up a bit. Uh, I'm going Green Bay, and I know Aaron Rodgers is slowing down a bit, but he's still like I'm not saying he's Tom Brady, but these guys who are so talented like that, even if they're aging, they still have the mental. Um, the mental capacity to pull off big games yep. and drive their teams to big wins. And so I'm picking Green Bay in this situation. So he has Green Bay and Casey mm-hmm. in the finals. We'll see what happens, but I'm very excited to watch this. I watched this weekend um, the way that these playoffs have gone. I really don't know who's going to win these games. So I'm just putting a guess on the table and saying it's going to be Casey and San Fran in the finals. And now we have... Big MLB news this week, mm-hmm. cheating, s- deals being signed, what's going on in the MLB? Well, let's hit on the cheating first. So I love it. He loves it. So I love it. So the Houston Astros were caught stealing signs electronically, which is illegal which in the MLB. Which we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. We talked about this, and subsequently they have... They have suspended A.J. Hinch for a season, and they've suspended the general manager for a season. And so it appears like they're going to both come back No, they, next they got fired. Were they, were they fired? They were fired, yep. Are you sure they're not going to be back next spring training? For another team, they will be. All right, so... They got fired. You didn't see that? I was pretty sure they just got suspended. No, they got suspended, then fired. The, no- the notifications came pretty quick, people, so that's why he's having a hard time keeping up. And he does run a major Instagram account, so the but, notifications came fast, and yes, they were fired. All right, so 100%. that's 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 big news for the Houston Astros. Big news. Um, these are two of the best minds in baseball, and sure, they were caught stealing, but at the same time, AJ Hinch, um, he knew what strings to pull, and he led the Houston Astros to a World Series. And he wanted to win. Mm-hmm. He whatever wanted to win, to whatever win. it took, and. I'm sure that the Houston Astros aren't the only team that's stealing signs. Well, I think, Boston. I think I think all 31 teams are in some capacity stealing signs, and even if it's not as obvious as drilling a trash can <laughs> like the Astros were doing, pretty stupid move. I think all 31 teams are doing this, or 30. Well, I don't know if it's every team. Like terrible teams are clearly not because they would be winning more games. But yeah, Boston. Uh, what's his face there? Got, Alex Cora. Uh, yeah, he got he got canned too, I believe, from Boston for cheating. I think it was he started cheating with the Astros and then brought that over to Boston. Mm. But yeah, lots of different things going around the uh, MLB these days with big sign record deal signs and cheating and a yeah, whole bunch of stuff. And big deal this past week is Josh Donaldson, former Blue Jay, the bringer of rain. Um, <laughs> some of the most dynamic moments in Blue Jays history come from Josh Donaldson and he signed a huge four-year 92 million dollar deal with the Minnesota Twins and so that's a big loss for the Atlanta Braves big loss for the Atlanta Braves as he was a big part of their offense made that lineup go further and further deeper and for the Twins this is going to make them perhaps the contender in the NL Central uh, or in the AL Central above the Cleveland Indians who traded away their ace, Corey Kluber. And so big, big, big addition for the Minnesota Twins at third base. 
And uh, we are doing a new segment now to, uh, would you say, to end things here? Mm-hmm, to end things To end off. things, a fun little segment we like to call Trivia. And uh, so basically what's going to happen is <laughs> <laughs> what we call trivia. So uh, Jeff's nephew is... Real uh, creative on the name there. Yeah, Jeff's nephew is a uh, first-time appearance on the panel. Yeah, he's in the studio. He's in the studio. In the studios. What's up, Jeff's nephew? Not much, guys. Not much. He has come up with some questions he will ask. So basically what's going to happen is Jeff's nephew will flip a coin to the side. Um, who goes first in the question? So what's going to happen is um, he's going to flip a coin. So I'll let's call say it in the air. He'll call it in the air. So he'll call he'll call heads or tails. And then if he wins, he Jeff's nephew will ask Anthony a question. If he does not get the answer right, I will be able to steal the question. And uh, vice versa, if he gets a question right or if I get the question right, it'll be my turn next. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens here. First one to five wins. We have two topics. Well, Sport. no, I think what we'll just do is Max or Jeff's nephew over here will read all the questions. He'll just he'll just read a question. He'll pick it. We we won't have okay. a choice to pick the okay. question. Okay, well that's fair. Mm-hmm. And then are we doing first to five? Mm-hmm. First to five. He's got a pen and paper here to tally scores. I think it's the fairest way. All right. So the moder- call it in the air. I'll call it. Here we go. Heads. Heads, it is. Jeff's nephew. First question. So our first question today is: uh, In total, how many games did uh? Tom Wilson missed due to suspension in 2017-2018 season. Oh, this is a tough one here. I believe the original suspension was 20 games, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm going to say it got reduced by five. But I feel like, huh, I feel like he had already missed some of those five games that got reduced. So I'm going to say that he missed 18 games. Oh, you're... You're so close. Yeah, okay, no, no, no. You can't say. Evan, you can't Evan, say. Evan the I get to steal. I get to steal. Oh. Okay, so you said 18 mm-hmm. games. Yeah, I believe it was 20 as well. I'm just trying to think back now. That was a while ago. And I don't really follow Tom Wilson, but. Great player, by the I, way. I love him. I think the physicality it was, he yeah, brings. I think it was around there. I'm going to go with 16 games. Well, you're both. We oh. both didn't. Oh. What was you, it? You were, you were both. You were in between. Uh, was it 17? It was 17. Oh, oh my God. I should have known it. Should have known the appeal. So it was 20, and then they reduced it to 15, but he already missed th- uh, two more of those. So I believe. Ended up missing 17, I guess. So no marks here. We'll head on to the second question, Evan. All right. Our second question going still in the NHL is 27-2018. Who led the, the league in average penalty minutes? In what year? 2017-2018. 2017-2018 penalty minutes. Oh, man. That is a great question from Jeff's nephew. Um, I'm trying to think of just brutal team and some goon. Uh, I think oh, I know who this is. Oh my goodness! Oh man! If you want, is you it... can go to multiple choice. If that no, happens. there's okay, no. Okay, let's need think that. here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Dustin Bufflin. No, you're far off there. It's the team. Not the oh, the team. team. Okay, well, can I can I redo it? Oh, this? I know this. Okay, yes, okay, let me redo it then. Okay, who is in the box the most? Oh my goodness. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with the Boston Bruins. You'll not. Okay, correct. so I I'm thinking it's one of these two teams. I think it's either the Winnipeg Jets or the Philadelphia Flyers, and so I've got to decide which one of those two I think it is. 
the Flyers. I know they had Radko Gudis back in his day yeah. uh, with the Flyers. He took a lot of penalties. So did the Winnipeg Jets, though. They had Bufflin. They took a lot of penalties, a lot of minor penalties, a lot of stupid penalties. Big reason why they didn't end up winning the Cup in any of those years. I know Flyers. You're off. Was it Who the was Jets? It? it was Nashville. It was oh, the Nashville, Nashville Predators. Oh. oh, my goodness. All right, well, we suck at this. Yeah. Okay, next question, question for Anthony. So, we're moving to uh, not as much of a sports, but kind of sports question. So where were the 2016 Summer Olympics held? And this is my question? Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. I'm going to be so embarrassed if I get this right. It was Rio. Yes, sir. Damn it. First, first mark Ding. on the board. All right, next question for Moving myself. Moving on. Mm-hmm. So here, here's one for uh, Evan. So, which team, which the only uh, NFL team to go undefeated during the season and in the Super Bowl? Which team was this? New England Patriots. Is that is that your final answer? Okay, wait. What year? Uh, 1972. Oh, 1972. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. Uh, oh my god. 1972. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Um, 1972. Could couldn't have picked any other year. 19. You know, that, that was I, all I could find. So. I was born like what, like 30 years later, something like that. No uh, big deal. All right, 1972. Who was a dominant team back then? I'm gonna go. Oh, I have one team in mind. I don't want to say it. Uh, Just say it. I think I'm gonna go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was not, sir. It was the. Uh... Oh, sorry. Cup the gun on that one. Oh, this is, the gun. This is why Ant. Oh, oh, there we go. Now, there we go. Oh, oh. oh. Okay. they need to turn that off. This, oh, this, this is, is what, not the producer. This is why Anthony is not the producer of the show. Oh, All right, no. anyways, Anthony, take your wildest on guess on this one. San Francisco 49ers. No, sir. What was it? It was the Miami Dolphins. Are you the Miami Dolphins? They are the not good team anymore, but they sure as hell were back then. All right, well, I would not expect Miami Dolphins. No, so I'm, I've got one question right. Evan's got none. Oh. Next question here, it's Evan's. So, no, it's yours. No, it's mine, sorry. Here we go. Here's a question that hopefully you guys can get right. So uh, I know you guys love your nuts. So how is – what is the <laughs> – what is the ground note? Couldn't phrase that any better. <laughs> Good oh times God. here on sports discussion. So, what is the ground nut better known as? The ground nut. Yes. Oh man! Well, I know acorns come from trees. <laughs> I know almonds grow on trees. Okay, Anthony is literally my guy. Like, whenever we have class together, he's got nuts, and he just hands out almonds, peanuts, you name it. So, you better get this one right. Okay. I'm thinking walnuts. Is that your final answer? Yes. It is not correct. All oh, right. Oh, man. Hartle. The ground nut. Incorrect. The ground nut. I'm thinking hazelnut, but I don't think so. Um, acorns grow from trees. I don't, I don't think the cl- I don't think well, that's why they fall on the ground. Like, <laughs> they, they come out of the <laughs> ground. They, oh, they, that's actually a good point. They do fall on the ground. I'm think is that you think that's an acorn? I'm going with acorn. No, sir. Damn it! What is it? It's the peanut. The peanut? Are you the kidding? The peanut. Oh, I was thinking that. Yeah, well, I was thinking because it's a good generic. Yeah. Okay. Well, we suck. Okay. 
Next question, Maxwell. So we're, Jeff's mo- nephew. we're moving to pop culture for this question, boys. So, uh, what is the highest grossing movie of all time? Oh, uh, it's got to be like Star Wars movie or something. Uh, is it your turn? Yeah. Like, are you looking for? Is it a? Is it a series or is it a single movie? Single movie. What are you looking for? Is it? It's a. Well, is it a singular movie? A singular movie. Okay, so So here, here, which this is what we'll do here. One point if you get the series. A second point if you get the exact. Okay, I'm gonna say Star Wars. Incorrect. Okay. Damn it. Series. See, it's bigger than Star Wars. I can guarantee it's gonna be something like the 1900s again. It's it's as of recently. It just got this award. I think it's gonna be oh. recently a series with the. Big we can go back and forth a couple times on this one if we get yes, it wrong. Because this is one that you may not. Mm-hmm. But you you probably have watched this movie before. James Bond. It's in like the last year or last two years that this movie came. So out. it's not James Bond. No sir. There's a James Bond movie coming out this. this okay, year. your turn. Oh uh, my turn! Oh my god, is it like Hunger Games? Do you want the series? Because you weren't correct. There. You weren't even close. <laughs> Give us the series. Uh, it was a part of the uh, Avengers. Oh, oh my god. Okay, the Avengers. It's still my turn. Okay, go okay, ahead. Okay, the then. Avengers series. Um, oh, I want to see the Age of Ultron. No. No? Which. It's gonna be No, that wasn't my final answer. Well, I said, I, I, said, I said I wanted to say. Oh my god, what was the name? Um Oh my god, what was the name of the movie where they all came together and then it was just one big killing fest of everything? Mm. Where Iron Man died and Whoa, no <laughs> spoiling. Dude, it came like last year. I haven't year. watched it yet. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, you're, you're Oh I know what. You're living under I know a rock. It. Right I know now. it. Okay, what is the name? Okay, give him a timer. Okay, the one where Iron Man died. Give ten. They were all. Okay, you can be blasting that at my dad here. Say ten. Um, oh my god. Um, oh the 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 what was it called? Five, four. Oh my god. Jay, screw it. I'm screwing the Age of Ultron. End game. That's what it was. No, no, no. I knew it was that. Um, I knew it was like the end. The end. Something. God. Mm-hmm, yeah. Damn it. Okay. This is Anthony's question yeah. too. Currently, the score is two nothing for Anthony. Can't believe I got that one. So, it's just I was thinking because everyone was you know writing spoilers on the internet about oh, Endgame, and I never oh. actually watched the movie. I don't even care. <laughs> but I saw all the spoilers on uh, online. Oh so my that's god! I knew it was Endgame. the end. Something. Yeah. Well, figure it out. Damn it. So here we go. Next question. So, in the Stanley Cup playoffs, Brad Marchand licked Leo Komarov of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And oh. which member of the Tampa Bay yep, Lightning yep, did yep. he lick? I know this. I know this, and it's my question, Ryan Callahan. There you go. 3 nothing. Evan, figure it out. Okay, you gave him two, two easy... Okay. Mr. Anthony over here, the producer... Um, these are BS questions. Those what two, do you mean? The two that you got right were so easy. Rio for the Olympics and Callahan. Okay, you so said easy. you didn't even know either of them. Let's yes, be I honest did. here. Yes, I did. <laughs> well, you didn't. I knew Rio and just I knew Callahan. Just because you're getting them wrong doesn't mean you can complain. Okay, well, let's just hear the next question. Okay, yeah. so uh, this is a question that we all should know. 
because it's something that we all care I'm about. I'm embarrassing so, myself yeah. right now on the podcast. What year was the NHL founded? Oh. Are yeah. you serious? I know this. We better figure it out. Oh my god. Like, 19. Think about when the 100th anniversary was. Oh my god, that's <laughs> right. How many years ago is that? I want to say... Actually, I'm not sure if I'm going to get this right. I know one, I don't it's know. one of two answers, and I'm not sure which one it is. Oh, my God. When was the 100th anniversary? Was it? I want to say 1916. Final answer? 1918. Final answer. Incorrect. God. Anthony? 1917. Correct. Are you kidding me? I was... Oh! That's... Mm. Another point I was stolen. under, and then I was over. I didn't know. Okay, you can't complain about that because oh you didn't know what I God. did, so I that's you on you. I a second chance. I know. That's second chance. My turn. I, I can finish the game here if I get this question for right. For nothing. I need to go Jeff's into Jeff's nephew, here. pull out something that you think is going to be difficult. Give Evan a chance. Whatever you want to do. If you want to give me an easy one, that's fine, too. All up to oh you. Oh, my here God. Here we go. How many NHL coaches were let go in 2018? In 2018. One. Is that your final answer? My final answer is one, and I'll even tell you who it was. Tell us. Enlighten us. Who was it? It was on, like, was it Gerard Gallant? I don't think it was. It wasn't. It wasn't Gerard Gallant. He was he was Vegas. He, he was the year before. Yeah, you're right. It was, oh, I can't remember who it was, but I know it was one. If Evan can say who it is and it was one, you can stay in the game. If not, it's game over. Was it one? Is it one? It was not one. Okay, yeah. Oh, I don't know darn. what the source is, but uh, it's not even close to one. Okay, uh, honestly, I was thinking it was higher. There was one season where only one coach got well, canned. It was like right at the end of the year. Well, it clearly wasn't that no. one. I'm going to go with six. Incorrect, oh sir. Oh, my God. It was eight. It was eight. I was thinking eight. Oh. There's been 12 coaches fired this year. Joel Quenville... Who has played or who's coached 44 games for the Panthers or something like that? He's the 18th longest tenured coach already. There's been a lot of coaches fired this year. Jesus. Thanks yeah, for next, that. Next question, Evan. I swear to God. Trying to come back and give me the game. easiest question. Oh, here, here we go. I swear. I'm NFL embarrassed. NFL question coming over to you. Uh, well, thank you. Well, this better be something. Which teams are tied for the most Super Bowl oh. wins? Most Super Bowl wins. I know the Patriots have won six with Tom Brady. Can I get team? Give me a half point yeah. if I get. You can get a half point if if you can get one. I what, think it's the question can, again. Rephrase what, it for me. Uh, I just don't the know team, the teams with the most Super Bowl wins. Oh, I don't know. I know this. How long Figure the it Patriots out, have been around for? That's the problem. I'm gonna go with the Patriots because they won six. Is the one the Patriots? If there's yes, one okay, of them Patriots. Is the okay, so then it's a half point for me. So then the next team, hmm, I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers. You got half a point there. It's not the Green Bay Packers. Tony, you can get another. I was gonna say the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> so instead, thanks for giving me a second chance here, Evan. Oh, who is a historical NFL team? Luckily, I know nothing. Oh, I think I may have. And it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, 
That is incorrect. Darn. Are we going to just eliminate this one, or can we go back and forth on this one? Because it's a two-part question. I'll give I, you a chance. I'm going to give up after I think after I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears. No. Damn it. It's the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I, ooh, I said the Steelers earlier, and I was thinking because they're a historic team that they may be in this, but then you said no to the Spit. Pittsburgh Steelers earlier, so then now I ruin my confidence in the Steelers. Yeah, well, either way, you got the question wrong. You seem to think you know the question a lot, but always get it wrong. Yeah. It's a good observation. All right, next question, Maxwell. I have a half point. I am on the board. I have a Mm -hmm. half point. Oh, okay. I'm trying to to find one that Tony might not know, just to give Evan a chance here. I love getting chances. Mm -hmm. So... Who was the first NHL player to score 100 points in a season? That's actually a good question. These are all good questions from Jeff's nephew. Terrific question. Round of applause for Jeff's nephew. All right, now answer the question. Oh, man, this is a tough one. It's a good question. I'm going to go with... This is an old guy, by the way. I'm going to go with Maurice Rocket Richard. Oh, I was going to say that. Oh, incorrect. Incorrect. Okay, I'm going with Guy Lafleur. Oh. Oh, neither are of you are correct. All right, well, what's the answer here? Phil Esposito. Okay, well, neither of us would have got that. Let's be honest here. Next. <laughs> I was not thinking of him in consideration. I was thinking of the Rocket and Guy. Evan? Yeah, let's hear a good question. So, Give me an easy one here. Let's let's make so things interesting. So this one should be easy if you uh, watched the game. But during the Stanley Cup playoffs, what did the Vegas Golden Knights famously cut in half during their pregame ceremony? Stanley Cup Finals? No, not in the playoffs. Oh, just the playoffs? Yes. Cut in half. Oh, I'm going to have to go with the Shark. Oh, wait, or was it? No. Can't be giving him those looks. I, he's giving me the looks. So he's, he's giving you the looks. Okay, wait. Is it is did the... they play the Sharks? Because there's no real... Did they play any of the animal teams? I forget. Like, I know it is. Or was it like a... Did they play Nashville and they cut a catfish? I totally forget. Was it... Hurry up. Okay, I'm going to go... Listeners don't have all day. Okay, I'm just going to go with the Shark. Because they're in the same division, so. Incorrect. It was a jet. Tony finishes it off. I remember that projection on the damn ice. I remember that projection. It was pretty cool. All right, well. That'll do it, folks. We will be back next week to touch on the uh, Super Bowl and the matchups we will Mm -hmm. be seeing. And, uh. Hopefully we'll get some more trivia questions in for next exactly. week. Exactly, those are great questions. Fun on all ends. Yep, and, uh, uh, I will try to not embarrass myself next mm-hmm. time. Maybe next time I could be the moderator and Jeff's nephew could answer some questions. Yeah, you never know. Maybe Dylan will be back. Maybe, maybe Dylan would make an appearance for once uh-huh. and you know figure it out here. But uh, anyways, we'll be na- we'll be back next week and we'll chat then.